Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. And sometimes I am rather good at coming up with half of an idea, half of an idea, not a full-blown idea. That would be useful. That would be useful. Having a full-blown idea that can be um, fleshed out and turned into a, you know, full-on opportunity and all that, that would be good. But I, I have half ideas. Kind of makes sense but not really. And at some point, <laughs> at some point today, I came up with a half of an idea. And then in the course of things within the next half an hour, I ran into another half of an idea, which kind of linked with the first half of an idea. They both kind of work together and they kind of justify a podcast. Maybe not, maybe so, who knows? But, um, the premise is Frank Schwindel and Ant Hills. Frank Schwindel and Ant Hills. And I can hear half of you saying, What in the hell do Frank Schwindel and Ant Hills have in common? First off, I'm going to talk about Ant Hills. Baseball fans like to have Ant Hills. Many baseball fans like to have Ant Hills. Perhaps you've seen an anthill at some point in your life. It's all properly constructed. It's, you know, stuff piled on top of other stuff. And it's, you really don't even see much going on. It's just there. Where did it come from? Who, well, obviously ants put it together. But which ants? You don't see the ants. The ants aren't there. Um, which ants put this thing together? Were they good ants? Were they bad ants? Were they smart ants? You know, what? you're not seeing them. Maybe you see one of them walking up with a, I don't know, whatever. But you just see the anthill. You just see the anthill. What people, what baseball fans want is an anthill. Some people, for some people, the anthill is wins and losses or batting average or runs batted in. Stuff that I'm familiar with from back in the day. I know this stuff. I know this very well. Back in 1972, it made a hell of a lot of sense. And I'm going to write it because I am very comfortable with, hey, guy had a 270 batting average last year. He's a good hitter. Anthill. You have an anthill. They have an anthill. They're good. They're fine. They don't want to sell their anthill. They're good with their anthill. Now, let's move forward, at least in time, not necessarily in, uh, oh, being reasonable or being willing to assail attacks on your logic. Some people like the more current stance. Hey, I don't believe in small sample size. I don't believe in players who are old. I don't believe in players who have not long-term distinguished themselves. If a guy's put up numbers for four or five years, then yeah, I'll believe in him. But until then, eh, maybe not. They have an anthill. They have an anthill. They can look back. They have articles. Fangraphs says 450 at-bats. You can start to believe something after 450 at-bats. After 450 at-bats, possibly there was an injury and a player is having a hard time getting back to normal. And he's having a big slump because of the... Give him 450 at-bats. Give him 450 at-bats. He'll be back to where he should be. 
And if he's not, then he's probably not the same guy that he was before. See how the, the anthill, the anthill works perfectly. All of my questions are answered because I have an anthill. Since I have an anthill, I'm good. And your anthill over there, your anthill, it sucks. My anthill is damn good, good ants. Your anthill sucks. And I can prove it. I have articles. I have articles. I have proof that your anthill sucks. See how that doesn't work? See how you, 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 they have their things that they believe in. They have their things that they believe in. Possibly some of each of them have make a little tiny bit of sense. Maybe a little, 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 little bit. But no, my anthill. My anthill wins. Your anthill sucks. You're questioning my anthill. My anthill is the best anthill in the history of the world. Now, what's Frank Schwindel got to do with that? Frank Schwindel shows up. Some people are, hey, Frank Schwindel, he's having a fantastic year. He's cheerful. He's pleasant. I love Frank Schwindel. Frank Schwindel is the guy. He should be, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Fine, great. Anthill, see? You got your anthill. Anthill, there, Frank Schwindel, awesome. Then you get some other people who, well, it's like old, 28, 29. If he's any good, he'd have been up earlier. I got my anthill. Fangraphs tells me. Baseball prospectus. I have this article over here. There are these lists of these players who were like Frank Schwindel, and they sucked eventually. See? I was right. My anthill. My anthill always wins because my anthill is the best. And, and, if it turns out that Frank Schwindel is good for a while, is good for two or three years, I wasn't wrong. My anthill wasn't wrong. Frank Schwindel was an outlier. See? I, my, my hands are clean. I saw the chandelier fall to the floor, smashed all over everything. I had nothing to do with it. Frank Schwindel was good, but I wasn't wrong. He was an outlier. See how that works? Everyone wants to have their damned anthill. I have this belief. I have this belief. I have this belief over here. Well, my belief is better than yours. It's, it's like, what? D do we really want to drag, like, political and religious thinking into baseball? I think we've already done that. I think we've already displayed that. Here's the way I look at it. I don't have an anthill. I don't know Jack. What's Frank Schwindel going to do for the next 150 at-bats? I don't know. What's he going to do for the next six or eight games? I don't know. He's going to face pitchers who are going to try to make him look like a fool. And he's going to try to make the pitchers look like fools. Because that's how baseball works. You go out, you compete, you do it, and somebody gets it done, somebody doesn't. Or more, more likely, a couple of somebodies on both teams get it done. And one team gets the W, one team gets the L. And you go back to the locker room and you try it again the next day. I focus on the minor leagues. I focus on the minor leagues. Once a guy gets to the major leagues, I had nothing to do with it. I had nothing to do with getting the guy to the major leagues. My gig is, is he doing well enough in advanced A ball to get promoted to double A? That's what I'm doing. Yeah, this guy, 
Francis, uh, DJ Hurst, uh, smashing low A, crushing it, doing absolutely amazingly. Maybe, 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 maybe he ought to get promoted to advanced A. Okay, he gets promoted to advanced A. Goes up and smashes advanced A worse than triple than low A for his first three or four starts. Hmm. This is Tim being stupid here, but maybe, just maybe, perhaps, if he liked, possibly, he might belong in double A mid-May. If he's healthy, if he keeps crushing, move him up. Say, that's what I do. This guy is better than this level. Move him the heck up. I listen to the game. Wow, these teams are afraid of this guy. These teams don't want... These guys are pitching around this guy. Well, sounds like to me, da-da-da-da-da, he's better than that level. Move him the heck up. Michael Massey has been with... Uh, Ex-Align, I have to say that. Michael Massey has been with Quad City, the Royals' advanced day affiliate, for basically the entire season. And he's basically beat the heck out of the league the entire season. Somebody's probably got a better OPS. Somebody's probably got a better on-base percentage. Somebody's got... But Michael Massey, he's been heart of the order for the best team in the league all season. To me, that says, da -da 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 -da, boom to double A. Boom to double A. Then when he gets to double A, if he's better than double A, give him six weeks, give him seven weeks. If he's better than double A, boom to triple A. That's what I can do. That's what I can do. I'm listening to the games that are going on in the minor leagues is this guy doing better than the level? Is he sounding like he's better than the level? If he's sounding like he's better than the level, move him the heck up. Then you got a guy to a triple A. Hey, <laughs> let's act like it's uh, June of year 20XX. You know, there, there's no specificity involved. And Brennan Davis is doing what he's doing right now. What I'd be doing is thinking, you know what? This guy keeps doing this for three or four or five more weeks. Move him the heck up to the next level. But Tim, that would be the major league level. So what? Move him the heck up because he's better than this level. No anthills. I have no anthill. I, that nowhere, anywhere is there an anthill. This guy is better than this level. Whatever the level is. Move him up. Move him up. Owen Casey, better than Mesa. Huh, is there a level higher than Mesa? Yeah, actually there is. It's Myrtle Beach. Hmm, okay. How about let's uh, move him up to Mesa? All right, let, let, let's move him up, up from Mesa to Myrtle Beach. Hey, there's a good idea. If a guy is doing better than the level, then you move him up. That's what I know. That's what I... It, it, it's, it's not... It's not a novel concept. It's really not. It's, an, it's not a novel concept. If the guy is playing in low A ball, he's better than low A ball, Move him to advanced A. Doing better in advanced A, move him to double A. So, now, what, what does that mean about the Frank Schwindel thing? What that means about the Frank Schwindel thing is, I listened to Frank Schwindel play a lot when he was with Omaha. Omaha Storm Chasers. Um, I think they'd been the Storm Chasers the entire time he was with Omaha. And he was better in the league. He was better in the league, except the hiccup was he was only a first baseman. He's only a first baseman, and the Royals just really didn't have a reason, a spot to call him up to. He was better than the league, but he wasn't better than the league enough to, you know, he wasn't, um, 
he was one of those guys with a, a 870, 900 OPS that, well, he is who he is. Hits a bunch of home runs. Didn't necessarily have a high average. Didn't draw a lot of walks. And he impressed me. It's like, oh, geez, Schwindel again. How long has this guy been here? Seven years? Trust me. I knew the name Frank Schwindel. Oh, geez. Whenever we play Omaha, now we got to play Frank Schwindel again. He's going to beat the snot out of us again. I knew the guy. I, I knew the name. I was familiar with the name. And all of a sudden, Omaha didn't happen this year. What happened? Frank Schwindel, he's not with Omaha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's with o o Oakland now. Oakland grabbed him in the offseason. And they, he's with Oakland. Oh, okay. Frank Schwindel. On waivers. Huh. Let's see. Um, hmm. Frank Schwindel has been better in the league. Um, Cubs are probably going to be trading Anthony Rizzo in late July, which means first base will be about as vacant as the center of a donut. And maybe, just maybe, just maybe, just maybe, Cubs ought to claim him and possibly use him at first base once Anthony Rizzo gets traded. Really not a whole lot of brilliance there going on. It's just, uh, well, this might happen, that might happen, the other thing might happen. Might as well put in a claim for him. Hey, cool, got Frank Schwindel. Okay, now first base is solved for August and September of 2021. Now we'll find out what he'll do. What was I saying what exactly he would do at the major league level? No. You know why? Because I'm not that smart. I don't have an anthill. My anthill doesn't tell me how good Frank Schwindel is going to do at the major league level. My anthill does tell me, or what qualifies as an anthill, um, as of the league rules now, Frank Schwindel is going to be dirt cheap for the next three years. This season, and then 2022, 2023, 2024, he's basically going to be league minimum. Basically going to be league minimum. If he hits, oh, let's say 265 and hits 32 bombs, 265, 32 bombs, and not really a whole lot of walks. You know, not none, but a bit below league average. You, you guys who have the anthills, figure that out for me. 265, I, 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 I'm going to type this one out on Twitter. I, I want to hear what people say on it. 265, scads of homers, 30 homers, and a bit below league walk rate. What's that OPS? I don't know. But if you tell me there's a 60% chance that a person might hit 260 with 30 bombs and slightly below league walk rate at league minimum, I would take that in a heartbeat, particularly in a DH league. And especially since he really hasn't been that horrible at first base. I thought he was going to be a lot worse than he is. I really haven't heard anybody say, oh my God, that was a horrible defensive play by Frank Schwindel. I haven't seen that on my Twitter feed. Maybe people have been uh, making sure to not type in those words because they don't want to type in those words or something, but I haven't seen it. <laughs> Dan Vogelbach, I saw that tons. But Frank Schwindel, I like to talk about defensive players in regards to stratomatic ratings. Stratomatic ratings, if a player is an A defensively, that is basically gold glove caliber. Basically, you might have uh, two or three center fielders who are ones over the course of the entire season, or you might not. 
But if you if you're a one, you're you're good. You're good. You're Devon White. You're Brooks Robinson. You're you're good. You're good. At least for that year. If you are a B defensively, you are high average. If you are a C defensively, you are low average. If you are a D, you are below low average. And if you are an E, you are hideous. So I had been thinking the entire time, Frank Schwindel, probably a D defensively at first base. I hadn't watched him a whole lot when he was with Omaha defensively. I was thinking more about, geez, this guy's going to crush us again like he always does. Probably got two home runs in him this series. But um, I wasn't paying attention to him a whole lot defensively. So I really, you know, I had thoughts that were probably inaccurate. But um, he's been better than I expected. He's probably a C defensively. Um, Baseball fans like to have their anthill. They like to have their anthill. Hey, man. This guy had a whole lot of wins last year, so he was a good pitcher. This guy had a whole lot of RBIs. This guy has a very good FIP, so he is going to be fantastic next year. If he comes out the next year and lays a flipping egg after having a really good FIP, oh, well, you know, you can't count on the statistics all the time to be right. Well, then what's the point in following them if you don't believe them? Um... I don't have an anthill. I don't have an anthill. As much as I want the Chicago Cubs to win, particularly over the long term, I don't have an anthill. If Tommy Nance comes in to pitch tonight, how's he going to do? I got no idea. Completely clueless. (laughs) Completely clueless. If Adam Morgan comes in to face two left-handed hitters in a key situation, and so... I have no idea. I have no idea. I have no idea. Now, with Adam Morgan, I will be more than willing to ask, should Adam Morgan be retained into 2022 based on the information that we currently have? Oh, I love that question. Because that's a long-term question as opposed to a short-term question. Short-term questions and I just for baseball, they don't get along. I I, I played Stratomatic enough. You know, it's like, you roll, it's a... Um, I just rolled a 2-5. Okay, 2-5. I look. Oh, it's a strikeout. Darn it. But if it were a 2-6, it would have been a home run. Stuff happens. It's that close. It's that close in baseball. I can't tell you what's going to happen the next week. I can't tell you what's going to happen the next month. I can't tell you what's going to happen the next year. What I can tell you is next season, once the season starts, wherever Pete Crow Armstrong is playing. I'm going to prioritize his at-bats because I'll be fascinated to see how well he has developed. Is he good enough defensively in center field to justify the accolades I've heard thrown his direction? Can he get first to third, as I've heard he certainly he has before? There's a bit of injury question. Will he be able to hit? Will he be able to hit as well as he did before? I've heard some people say they had the same affliction that Pete Crow Armstrong had, and it was no problem for the next eight years. Now, does that mean that's exactly what it's going to be like for Pete Crow Armstrong? No, he could be made of glass. I don't know. He could be. There are players who just, who are not blessed with being able to stay healthy. That's just something they're not good at. 
Is Pete, Pete Crow Armstrong that way? I don't know. It's, it, listen to the game. Find out. I suck at telling people what is going to specifically happen over the next three or four days. Some people are fantastic at telling you exactly what's going to happen. They are fantastic at telling you exactly what's going to happen. I can't tell you how many people I heard last year, last October, early last October, saying the Cubs are going to sweep the Marlins. They were fantastic at telling me that. They were wrong. And I don't seem to remember any of them saying I was wrong. No, I, I don't remember ever hearing that. But they were really good at telling me what was going to happen. I have no idea what's going to happen. I have no idea what's going to happen. What I try to do is tell you what is happening, and based on what is happening, what the reaction should be. Frank Schwindel hitting the heck out of the ball at the major league level, making league minimum. Next year, unless there's a CBA change, Frank Schwindel will be making league minimum next year. Year after that, unless there's a CBA change, Frank Schwindel will be making league minimum again. That's what I can tell you. I can't tell you how he's going to do. But if he hits 260, if he hits 30 bombs, and he has a little bit below league walk average next year. And he's making league minimum. I'll take that. I'll take that. Now, I don't know if that puts him second in the order or fourth or fifth or sixth. DH league. Brennan Davis possibly coming up. I got no idea where that puts him in the lineup. But I'll tell you, somebody's hitting 260 with 30 bombs and a little bit below league walk average. I take it. Thanks for stopping by. Have a great rest of your Friday, and games resume in about 90 minutes. If you're interested in seeing responses to my Frank Schwindel question, feel free to pop over to my Twitter at Tim815, because I'm going to pop that one in about four minutes. You have a great weekend.